Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, good to have you tuning in today. Reed Wilkins sitting in for Bob Stoffer on Oilers Now. The uh, Oilers have uh, signed Jason Garrison out of his PTO to a one-year deal worth $650,000. Uh, haven't seen anything yet on Alex Chason, but we expect him to get a deal as well. I'll have Inside Sports, by the way, from 6 to 8 tonight. Kelly Rudy back for another year on Inside Sports. That's going to be fun. Hey, don't forget to book with New West Travel Oilers fans. You can join Oilers Now on two great road trips to Nashville. Nashville and Las Vegas to see the Oilers play in two of the most exciting arenas in the league. The Oilers Now package includes airfare, accommodation, great game tickets, including a private suite in Vegas, all your transportation, a welcome reception with Bob Stoffer and special guests, and parking at Value Park at Edmonton International Airport. Limited space to get on these road trips to see Nashville and Las Vegas. For the Oilers Now road trips, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. So tomorrow we have the Oilers game in Cologne right here on 6.30, Ched, 8 a.m. for the play-by-play. We'll have the uh, pregame breakfast with the Oilers, 7 o'clock. I'll jump on. Rob Brown is going to be here. And, of course, the Cologne Sharks, coached by Leon Dreisaitl's dad, Peter, and Bob Stoffer sat down with him. Peter, uh, first of all, uh, there's the obvious question about coaching against your son, and uh, you shed a little bit of insight with the group, but just, you know, it's got to be a proud moment, but is it a difficult moment as well, in the sense that, you know, you want to be see him be successful, but maybe not too successful in a game yeah, against, yeah, your, yeah, against your team? Definitely something in between, right? Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and to be honest, I still don't know what, what, the, what the feeling is going to be tomorrow. So far... Until you know, uh, until today, it's pretty much business as usual. Not not much, not much emotion. But maybe it's changed tomorrow. Who knows? Uh, at what point did you realize that uh, Leon was a unique uh, talent in hockey? Well, I. I, I thought when he when he uh, went to Mannheim and then um, and then he was hired at, uh, at the junior draft at the junior draft. at the junior and then I was like wow uh, you know like what does it mean okay and then 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 he was 
you know, that's two and a half years old in, in PA, and then I was like, okay, maybe. And then, then the NHL draft came came along, and and he was high again, and that was like, okay, maybe, maybe he, he can he can make it. Was it? A, it was not an easy decision for you to allow him to go to Prince Albert because, if, as, I, as I recall, yeah. you thought, and I don't know if people know this, but Erie had the second pick that year, and a lot of people thought he might end up with Erie playing with Connor McDavid, right. and instead, yes, you don't remember that. But but was I it? it was, I, I know that for our family it was a we had a hard set. couple of this because 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 for whatever reason I don't even remember. And for whatever reason, we said, okay, no, we, we don't want to go to the to the Western Hockey League, and and, and, and yeah. you know, but, but I, I don't even know. And 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 then all of a sudden. Uh, uh, we talked to Prince Albert, you know. Um, Bruno Campese. Bruno, Bruno came over and, and, and was saying, Bruno, you lose your pick, don't do it. We, we, we were not going. We, we know there was negotiation going with Finland and Sweden or whatever it was. And then, bang, you know, Prince Albert select Leandro and I remember I was in Robertsburg I was sitting at the couch and I was like okay so what's gonna what's gonna what's, what's gonna happen now and about like maybe three four five minutes later uh, the, the phone was ringing Leon was there and I was like hey papa Forget, forget it. I'm going, whatever you know. If it's the hell, if it's the heaven, I'm going to North America play the game. So it was a no-brainer at all. You know what was funny? You mentioned Ravensburg. Uh, one of the stars in your team in their Division Two was Ben Thompson, who played at yeah. the University of Alberta, the same place yes. that Corey Cluston, yes. Leon's coach, yeah. played. Uh, but uh, maybe because uh, Leon wears number 29 for Ben. I mean, as much as a father as a coach can help his son along, it's important to have other, you know, some of your players and how much did Ben assist uh, Leon when he was you know first getting into hockey five six seven eight spending extra time with him on the ice and that sort of thing at the end of practice I think it's 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 huge for the young kids I think really to be around a, a hockey team early it's really it, it really you know you you just get to know the, the, the automatics uh, you know that the, the come you know within the within the uh, hockey you know locker room uh, what what the, what the speeches are what, what the coaches are all about how do they speak to the to the to the team how the players are communicating you know uh, between each other so uh, I think it, it helps uh, it helps a lot along the way there's, a, there's another really interesting storyline between Edmonton and Cologne and you specifically uh, you took the uh, shootout uh, against Canada in the 92 Olympics uh, Eric Lindros was on that team for Team Canada but your shot against Sean Burke that stopped the puck stopped on the goal line. Sean Burke's son plays at Edmonton now. And your son plays at Edmonton now. What, what are the... What are yeah, the t- it's a small, small hockey road, right? right? I really, sometimes sometimes you wonder how, uh, how how this all comes together. So, But but it really, today it's a, it's a small hockey world, with, you know, with, with, with all this social media and everybody's connected. Players, like, like when, when, I, when I was playing the game, the NHL was like 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 it was like behind the moon like like it was so far away and every time you could like some 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 tape and you could see an NHL game with, with with all the great now you watch all, now you watch all no, 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 you can just you just open one tomorrow you open up the, the, the laptop and it goes bang 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 you can see all the everything pretty much right but but that that changed a lot really Peter Drysaddle joining us, Bob Stoffer with you. Peter, uh, 
specific to German hockey, I mean, Leon has a chance. Uh, you know, I, I can remember watching Kunakel play, like, mm-hmm. back in the, right? I mean, pretty special player. Yeah. Uh, but Leon has a chance to be the best German player of all time. Is this, uh, do you think that he can spur other young kids? And it's such a, f- a football-mad country. I mean, you guys won the 2014 World Cup, bombed out this year, didn't do too well. But but is is there a chance that there can be tremendous growth, do you think, coming in hockey? Or is that is that something that can be reached? Uh, at least it would be a scenario you would wish that that uh, that Leon uh, can have a positive impact on on kids because it really is really really tough in Germany for other sports because the soccer hype is so big it just kills every every, every other sport so under, and all the best most competitive, competitive kids. kids yeah it really it's really hard and 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 um, and that's that's the point today. You know, even I understand with all this equipment. You know, it's, it's expensive sport hockey. You know? If you go to soccer, it's, you go in, just buy shoes, <laughs> and that's it. And you you in. Uh, but that's um, it's beside. But uh, it would be great. Yeah, we had some like, you know, we had some success. Uh, however, we had some success at the Olympics. Yeah, and so. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, it, it it will push the, the German hockey uh, a little bit at least, or a little bit a step further. Yeah. How good's the DL right now? Like, would you say it's a cross, but somewhere between? Uh, Rob Dom says that it's somewhere between the American League and the ECHL. Like, you got guys that are good enough to play in the AHL, and guys that have played in the NHL that are now here. Like, you know, like Ryan yeah. Jones and yes. Corey Potter. Like, yes. Yes. but you've also got, and then you've got some younger German kids that could work their way up. And, yes. and is that a fair assessment? Do you think? Maybe I, I'm I'm not a not a big expert. Uh, 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 regardless, uh, American Hockey League. I yeah. I was scouting some 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 games and and some players there, but it's not like I follow it like since years, and I right. know exactly know every player and every move on the ice. So that's not the case. But uh, yeah, by the way, we all know that it's a, a little bit of different game uh, right. uh, over over there. With the, with, the, with the ice surfaces and, and stuff like that. So now uh, it's definitely not a bad league. Definitely a competitive league. Uh, uh, there's, you know, the, the top teams. Are, are, I, I guess they are they are competitive. They are competitive uh, uh, in, 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 in entire Europe. Right. They could play in, in Finland, Sweden, um, you know, Russia. Uh, right. So I, I think I'm, I think this is the case. Now the scouting report I've got from another organization. You've uh, turned over a lot of your team, and you're pretty good defensively, but you're not an elite offensively. You're not one of the better offensive teams. Is that a fair assessment? Like you guys are? Yeah. Why not? Why not? We, you know, we, we, we haven't we scored a lot of goals. You don't give up a lot of. That's 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 right and and um, and we still for you know for some chemistry within the new team 12 new players in a summer so we still have some injury troubles in the preseason and and even now so now you know moving player back and forth it doesn't help to find the, to find the chemistry within the within the lineup so we still we still we still searching a little bit uh, but uh, the most important thing we, we we have a pretty good group here character wise and and that helps along the way that is Peter Dreisaitl, the head coach of the Cologne Sharks. They will host the Edmonton Oilers tomorrow morning in an exhibition game that we will have for you on 6.30, Chad. Going to be fun to watch. This portion of Oilers now presented by Royal Pizza. 
pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu locations, visit royalpizza.ca and download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Reed Wilkins sitting in for Bob Stoffer today. Can also tell you that Stuart Skinner has been reassigned from Bakersfield to the Wichita Thunder of the ECHL. So Stuart Skinner, Oilers goaltending prospect, goes to the ECHL. The two goalies for the Bakersfield Condors are now Al Montoya and Dylan Wells, the three goaltenders with the Oilers in Europe, Cam Talbot, Miko Koskinen, and Shane Sterrett, who uh, got to go over there on an emergency basis. And uh, also reported today, the Oilers have signed Jason Garrison coming out of his PTO to a one-year contract worth $650,000. It is $144,000. We'll see what's going with With threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart with our fighting spirit we don't just fight battles we win them marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that Learn more at marines.com. The Edmonton Oil Kings, very good news there. They are 5-0 out of the gate. Their head coach, Brad Lauer, when we get back. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Thanks a lot for tuning in this afternoon. 147, Bob Stoffer will be back in the hosting chair on Tuesday, he will join us every day for the rest of the week. Uh, Reed Wilkins sitting in. What's going to happen here is uh, I got the rest of the week on Oilers now. On Monday, Thanksgiving Monday, from noon to two, we'll have the countdown to kickoff show for the Eskimos and the Rough Riders, and then David Morley will call the game at uh, at two o'clock on Monday, and then I'll have a live edition of Inside Sports Monday night. So that'll be uh, another big sports day here on six thirty. Ched, we have breakfast with the Oilers tomorrow morning. Game starts at eight from Cologne, Germany. Saturday, eleven o'clock face-off from Sweden. Regular season opener when the Oilers take on the New Jersey Devils. Uh, so a lot. Going on sports-wise here in the City of Champions. And I know they took that off the signs, but sometimes I still refer to it as that. Tell you what, the Edmonton Oil Kings looking very good. They are 5-0. and Their head coach is Brad Lauer. Brad, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, thanks. Well, you must be doing fine. 5-0 uh, and out of the gate. It's been a pretty impressive start for the Oil Kings here. And, uh, you know, coming off a, a tough season and, uh, you know, you and a new general manager and some new players. So there was a lot of what-ifs maybe uh, about the team. What do you think has been the, the biggest thing that has allowed you to have a, a positive answer so far to a lot of those what-ifs? Well, you know, to, to be honest with you, I, I, we, we got a good group here. I, I don't think – I think uh, – I think some of the the hockey guys, uh, or so-called hockey guys, uh, didn't give these kids enough credit. Maybe from obviously having a bad year last year, but um, you know I've been very fortunate. I, I think these these kids that we have here are are, are very good. Um, I think last year was obviously a tough year, and that may have may have affected uh, their their confidence level a little bit. And I think coming into camp this year, they were very open-minded and. And to be honest, they all came to camp in great shape, and, and they wanted to work, and, and they wanted to learn. And, and you know, it's been it's been a good start to us for us, um, building some foundation. We still got lots of work to do, but uh, it's it's, a, it's been a really good start. Well, 
One number that, that jumped out to me, Brad, and, and, I, and I know there's a lot of things working for your team, but when you're five mm-hmm. games in and there's only eight in the goals against column, you're yeah. going to have more wins than, yeah. than losses. I mean, tell me a little <laughs> bit about that. Well, you know, everyone talks about well, you want to play, you, you want to play a skill, a skating game, and 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 I, I truly believe we can we we do that. But uh, I don't want to take away from what you need to do defensively. I believe uh, playing we call it playing D zone fast, um, which we try to outnumber as fast as we can, create the turnover, and get into transition, which now allows us on the offense a lot more time. So. We still focus on D zone uh, coverage. We just want to. We just we just emphasize uh, there's some technique to it, but um, some details as far as uh, trying out numbers qu- as fast as we can to create the turnover, and then it's it's all about transition and getting our D involved in the rush. Brad Lauer, head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, joining us today on Oilers Now. So you have the the Blades tomorrow. They're off to a three and one start, and obviously they have Edmonton area product Kirby Doc, who's uh, you know expected yeah. to have a really big season and go high in the draft in June in uh, in Vancouver. Uh, but give us uh, give us your sense of what you expect from the Blades here. Well, you know we've been watching the last couple their last two games. We've been we've been looking at them. They're, they're they're a team that's on the rise too. I mean they they've. Uh, They've had a couple bad years, and, and uh, they're taking the next step, you know, watching their team. They like to play a fast, uh, high-paced game. Um, they got, Like you said, they have some guys that can skate. So um, I think it's going to be an exciting game. I think it's going to be a game with a lot of pace to it. Um, you know, it's a game that we, we, I think we match up well, and it would be a good measuring stick for us. I, I, I hate to look ahead a little bit here, Brad, but uh, l- l- I'm going to do it anyway because I don't know if we're going to talk yeah. before again before the end of the week. But the, the big road yeah. trip is coming up, a six-gamer yeah. that starts Friday and goes until the fall. Or pardon me, yeah, six games over just over a week. Starts Friday, goes to next Saturday. A lot of hockey, a yeah. lot of traveling. Uh, I, I mean, I'm sure you're already getting prepared for it, and uh, it'll be a bit of yeah. a change for you being on a bus for that long as well. But what's the, what's the key to keeping the team prepared through a, a trip of that length? Well, you know, I, I think I think just going through it, uh, you know, the staff and I have been kind of going through it, and um, you know, we got a little break. We played. We go to uh, after Wednesday. We go into Kootenay. We leave there. We leave Thursday. We get into Kootenay. Then we go to Spokane after the game. Play Spokane on on Saturday. And we have a couple days off. So, you know, we'll, we'll have a couple team team things uh, just to give give the guys a little bit of a break off the ice, but get together and, and, and do some team team stuff. Um, you know, and then then both. The games are just back to back, so you know there's not a lot of practice time. It's going to be probably more video time and, and just kind of have. I think it's going to be a good trip for us, a trip for us to have the guys together and just get to know each other on the road. All right, and I, and I got to ask you about one guy in your team, and I, and I know a lot of guys are having good performances, but Trey Fix-Bolanski was drafted this year by Columbus. He did yeah. really well at their rookie camp. I got to talk to him when he came back, and, and a lot of guys, even if they're exposed to you know, that NHL life, even for a short period yeah. of time, it, it often really has an impact on them, and, and Trey's jumped right out of the gate here, averaging two points a game. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, obviously Trey, Trey's one of those elite players in, the, in, our, in our league, and uh, you know, he's off to a tremendous start. He's got the, he's got, he understands the league, and I think you're right. I think uh, being drafted and going to a pro camp and, and just seeing how the pros handle themselves and, and conduct themselves as far as on ice and off ice, uh, that uh, how how structured they are in their routine as far as their fitness level and, and their, their practice habits and stuff like that. I think it was a great experience for him to go see that. Uh, you know, that was one of the things when, when I talked to him when he came back was, 
was just being able to watch the guys. Uh, and he had his, and on his team, he had um, uh, the captain for, for Columbus was on his team. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Nick Foligno. So, you know, he was able to watch from a really good guy how he how he handled the uh, situation. So he learned an awful lot, and I think he's brought that back with him. Great stuff. Well, Brad, uh, all the best tomorrow and uh, obviously on the road trip as well. We'll keep in touch throughout the season. Thanks for your time today. Thank you. Thank you. Good stuff there from Brad Lauer, the Oil Kings. Quite a story. 5-0 and out of the gate. Blades tomorrow night, oilkings.ca for the full schedule and for ticket info. And then uh, a long road trip that's going to challenge them. They're going to head west, play some teams in B.C. and in the United States. Good to have Brad on the show. Hey, this day in Oilers history presented by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter group vacation package with New West Travel and receive free parking at Value Park at Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation dreams. On this day in 1986, the Oilers send defenseman Craig Muni to Buffalo in a cash deal. He's traded to Pittsburgh the next day and then back to the Oilers on October 6th. Craig Muni. Brendan Escott, producer of Oilers Now. You know, you weren't familiar with the names in yesterday's trade that I think happened in 1999, 1998. Any familiarity with Craig Muni? Absolutely not. And <laughs> Absolutely not. You know, remember, okay. not only have I just turned 24 years old, but I also grew up in BC. So you quiz me on vintage Vancouver Canucks stuff. I'm a little bit more well-versed, at least for the time being, than Oilers content. Stan Smeal? Yeah. Thomas Gradine? Yep. The other Brodeur who was a goalie? <laughs> Richard. <laughs> hey, was John Garrett his backup back in the day? I was trying to figure this out. Well, yeah, was he? Yeah, I think the year, was it the year uh, Garrett filled it at the All-Star game? I think he was Brodeur's backup because I think Brodeur was supposed to go and then he got hurt, so they just took Garrett, whose goals against average was, I think, almost six, <laughs> but they just took the goalie off the same team. And then that was the year... What year was that, 81 or 82, when Garrett, the goalies, played half the game, he played really well, was probably going to win the car as the All-Star Game MVP, and Gretzky got four goals in the third period and got to be All-Star Game MVP. No, if that was 81, Gretzky would have been, what, 20 years old at that time with a brand-new car at his disposal? Pardon me, what's that? I said if, if that was like 1981, that was Gretzky's first or sec- second year in the league, correct? Well, 79-80 was his first year in the NHL, and he'd played the previous year in the WHA as a 17-year-old. So he probably owned a car. Like, it wouldn't have been that. Like, winning the All-Star Game MVP wasn't his only means of getting a car, Brendan. So, like, well, didn't win MVP. Guess I'm not driving anymore. Guess I'm taking the bus. <laughs> Free Edmonton Transit. Transit. (laughs) All right. Thanks a lot for tuning in this afternoon. Reed Wilkins sitting in for Bob Stauffer. Uh, Great to have Speck in studio. You also heard from Brad Lauer and Peter Dreisaitl. So tomorrow, I'll talk to you at 7 a.m. Breakfast with the Oilers, ramping up to the game against Cologne. Play-by-play will start at 8. I will have inside sports tonight. Jack Michaels will check in from Cologne. Uh, He had a conversation with former Oiler Ryan Jones. And uh, Kelly Rudy back for another year. That's going to be pretty fun as well. Thanks to Brendan Escott, our producer. Thanks to all of you for listening, and I appreciate all your text messages as well. The Afternoon News is up next. Take care, folks. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.